Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 41 of the Red Light Hockey Podcast. I know it's been a while, folks, but we're back, and we're back in the thick of things. We got our regular crew. We got Chad with us from California, soon to be in Danbury, Connecticut. We've got Paul, the big Bruins fan who lives in downtown Toronto. What's going on, Paul? How you doing, buddy? And we also got a very special guest this week. We got amateur analyst from the TikTok, or TikTok. Um, How's it going? As if anybody who is, who is familiar with TikTok, he's a Habs fan, but he's also very wise with hockey things. So how's everybody doing this week? How you doing, Chad? Doing good. Um, moving's a thing. So still kind of in that, figuring out what I'm going to bring, figuring out what I'm going to buy. Um, had our announcement this week in terms of we have our whole broadcast team now. So excited to get out there. Danbury seems like an awesome place. So excited to do some NHL hockey and see how it goes out there. Yeah, I mean, we're the two of us are moving, eh? So yeah, same times. So both moving east. Yeah, both moving east. I'm flying out. My dad's getting like kind of married here in a little bit, so I'm leaving after that on like the fourth of July. I'm gonna probably leave like the sixth of July or something. Nice. I, I'm I'm driving out. I'm I'm excited. I'm going back to going back to my home province. I'll be how far speaking. of a drive? Uh, twenty six hours. So you're doing it in like three days, two days. Uh. T- yeah no how long kind of it's so with the army we're not allowed to do more than 500 kilometers a day it's efficient it's a it's an insurance reason like yeah sorry but we're technically allowed like because of covid we're allowed to go farther because we're allowed to skip places for hotels Mm -hmm. to stop at less places so what i'm probably going to do is do it in three days just and especially like I'll have my dog, we'll have the dogs with me and stuff like that. So we'll have to stop a bit. And then we're also, we'll have an eight week old puppy with us for the drive. So, <laughs> so that'll be interesting. We're, we're picking him up the day before we leave. What, 500 kilometers, like 300 miles. Uh, yeah, roughly something like okay. that. But yeah, we're, we're going to, we're gonna yeah. that, that's, a, that's the old standard rate, but we're going to do more than that. We're probably going to do like a thousand kilometers a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a tank of gas in the truck. Yeah. Have fun with that one. It's not mm. too bad. I've done a thousand, a thousand eighty miles in a day was my record. It was my, my, awful. My record was when we got posted here. I kind of, so they give you the X amount of time to travel, like five, they give you what we call it the five days to travel. Yeah. I, I spent those five days in Ottawa at a fair. So I just did it all one day when, when <laughs> I originally got stationed here. Yeah. That was brutal. I did the whole 26 hours in one day. That yeah, was like, that like by the time I was getting here, I was literally just like driving my head out the window trying to yeah. do one of these. Stay awake. I've definitely done that before, where you roll down all the windows and blast yeah. music and try and keep yourself awake however you can. But I think the point of this whole thing is the reason we haven't been on in a week or so is because everybody's busy. So yeah. Yeah. we're back we're, though. We're sorry, folks. We're, we're, we've been watching as much hockey as we can. Just that we're all moving. Everybody's busy. It's a uh, it's a very busy time. Anybody who's in the military knows it's posting season. So there's that. Chad's moving for Chad reasons, and Paul is just doing his thing with his saw in the background. Mm-hmm. Indeed, living, down, living in downtown Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very downtown Toronto in a, in a house. <laughs> in your five billion dollar house in downtown Toronto. How you doing? How you doing, Paul? Pretty good. Got still got the saw. Yes. Still sitting there. Twenty years now. Doing yes, pretty yes, good. Yes. And how you doing? Uh, do, do you want us to call you Zach or do you want us to call you yeah. Amtrain? Yeah, you can call me Zach. How you doing, man? How, how's it going today? 
It's going pretty good. I mean, uh, when the Canadians are rolling, then my life's happy. And uh, <laughs> and that's how she goes. Uh, I haven't been too busy making TikToks, working, but no fun moving adventures for me. I don't know if I call it fun, but it's well, definitely an adventure. Entertaining, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. The, the one thing that's nice about the army is they like they pay a moving company to come like pack up your whole house for you. So like, yeah, that is nice. I don't have to pack anything. I can just mm-hmm. I have to follow them around with an iPad and like click off what they put in the wet box and stuff. Yeah, I do have to say though, I'm shipping my car across the country. I was gonna drive, but it ended up being it. It's only a couple hundred more dollars to ship. And then I also don't have to do any of the maintenance and stuff and put 3,000 miles on my car. So I decided to ship it. The way they ship cars in this country is so inefficient. Someone needs to figure out a better way to do it. Because How do they do do it? So I pay a middleman, right? So there's like like a thousand companies. You pay one of them and they then put it on a board that gets taken by a trucking company. And the trucking company then gives it to an individual trucker, right? That seems like it's so inefficient. I don't understand why that's so basically I'm. And then at the end of the trip, I have to pay the trucker in cash or in like money or, or whatever, but I have to pay the trucker at the end. So I pay like a deposit when someone picks up my car. Right. So I pay three fifty when someone picks it up, then I have to do this. I don't understand why. And if you're listening, take this idea. It's not patented or anything. I don't understand why you don't say like, Hey, we have a truck going on the third, seventh, ninth, 15th and 18th meet in this city in San, in San Francisco and drop it off here. And this is how much it is flat rate. Good. I don't understand why that's not a thing. That's kind of yeah. what the, uh, what the army does for shipping vehicles. It would make so much more sense. And yeah. um, it just, yeah. we're, not, we're not shipping our vehicles because well, we need like to drive to work yeah. each of us. So yeah. We, well, and, we and for me, it's like, yeah, I, yeah, I need to ship it because I need to be able to get around. And the other thing with it is like, you can't bring a lot of stuff in the car which yeah. is fine. It's whatever, you know, they don't want it to be a thousand pounds heavier, but then now the, the decision becomes, I have to figure out what I'm taking and what I'm not. And so it's like what I'm going to buy when I'm over there, what I'm going to do here. And so it's just becoming a whole thing. And if I want to ship a bed or if I want to bring my bed, cause it's an air bed or what I want to do. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's whoever's out there, you know, Amerifreight love you for doing business with me, but you guys need to figure it out because it's not efficient. So now I just don't understand why they need the shipping companies. Why can't the, why can't the, the truck companies just do it? Why can't I just needs, go through them? Cause everybody needs to make money. It's capitalism. Yeah, but bro. It's so stupid. Yeah. Capitalism's ridiculous in some, in some aspects, although I do love, um, I know you guys are, you're big on TikTok, Zach, but I don't know how much everyone else uses it, but it's funny because I get a whole bunch of random political oh. stuff on TikTok. But, um, one of my favorite ones I saw was, uh, all these like Republican Trump people now who railed against socialism forever are trying to use the argument like, well, if the COVID vaccine was so special, why don't, why doesn't the government, why does it give it to you for free? Why isn't, why isn't chemotherapy free and insulin free? And we're like, yeah, that's what we want to, but that's called socialism. And you guys hate that. So like, let's just move past that and like not talk about it. But I do love it. They were so far, they were so far right. They came back to the left. So, you, you know what as a canadian i i feel like in canada we have a good like you know mm-hmm. mix of mix of both with oh our, yeah our, I, I know our healthcare isn't the fastest in the world yeah. but but it but, is if it's life-threatening right if you have to get a surgery or whatever you get it yeah it's just if it's like an elective procedure you might wait a few months 
right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Which is fine. Also, it depends which province you're in. Like, I, like as of, I used to live in Quebec. Quebec's really efficient with their healthcare mm-hmm. and is proving with their vaccine rollout. Mm-hmm. Manitoba is the worst province in Canada, which is where I live now. Mm-hmm. And it's also proving with their vaccine rollout. But yeah, no, it's been, it's, uh, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Cause America has already has a lot of socialist programs. Like the roads are government controlled and the energy is government controlled. And, you know, there's so many things that are government controlled that I'm like, what? what's so bad about the other things being government controlled? Cause then but, HMOs can't just gouge you and there isn't insurance companies charging ridiculous premiums. And like, it's just, uh, it's crazy. Let's, let's avoid the politics just to not upset people. Yeah. Whatever. They can be upset. We're, we're a sports podcast. I don't really want to jump into the whole politics thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now we'll start off with the uh, Islanders series first. Um, that's good. Everybody. Yeah. So, sure. Last night, the Islanders tied it up 2-2. Uh, thanks to Ryan Pulak, who made that amazing what a save. save. Was that a save or a block shot? I don't know what you want to call that. But I mean, a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was wild. Um, yeah, that's it's a great series so far. The officiating has been brutal in that series as well. I'm a little sick of only Canadians fans getting flack for complaining about the refing because it has been awful for the entire playoffs from the get-go, you know? Has anyone else complained about it like Canadians fans have, though? No. Well, yeah, I think that's not why as you get vocally. for it. <laughs> not as vocally, um, I yeah. I noticed a lot of Bruins fans were. Yeah, they were. Well, because Cassidy went off. <laughs> yeah, but not, yeah. Not, uh, not, not Paul. I know Paul's a minority because I know Paul's a Bruins fan. But... I did see a lot of Bruins fans on the Facebook pages bitching about that series yeah. against the Islanders. But that was because of Cassidy, how vocal he was with it. Well, and the, the thing, too, with uh, with refing at any level, it could be atrocious, but it usually evens out, especially in a seven-game series. There will be good calls both ways and bad calls both ways, and usually you, you don't look back on the series and say it really influenced it that much. Or, like, at least – because, you know, like, say the Canadians get a 1,000 penalties and – and then they give up a whole bunch of power play goals. It's like, well, yeah, then maybe. But, like, you know, it's it's still your job to kill the penalties or score on the power play. So yeah. uh, I never viewed it as that big of a thing. There are certain instances, like, of course, me being a Sharks fan, the one I think of is the game seven against the Knights with that penalty. But, like, you know, they also didn't have to give up three power play goals. So, you know, it, it, it th- there's two sides to it. But, yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah, Montreal's the, power play, like, if we're yeah. going to talk about Montreal thing, Montreal's power play, Penalty kill is buzzing. Yeah, it's been like perfect. perfect. Yeah, they're uh they're a hundred hundred and four percent something ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, it's they're the officiating this year has been bad all around. Like not yeah. just not just the Canadians fans complaining about it. I just noticed like in every series has been bad officiating. There's certain referees that I think have been extra bad. <laughs> Chris Lee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's. I know the NHL did release after last game. Chris Lee will not officiate another playoff game this year. He is right now, though, isn't he? He did game three. He uh, the NHL has said no more for the rest of his playoffs. Apparently, apparently. Well, I also heard that it was going to be the same refs for tonight's game four game. Was it okay? I so think I, so. I saw Eric Engels tweet something about that, so I don't know. Why. Well, it could be maybe after this game because uh, I, I can only assume there's only these four refs that have really been like in the loop for this series. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe um, but maybe like they don't give Chris Lee as the head ref for tonight's game. They give it to the other guy. <laughs> Hopefully. 
I mean, but, like, only as an example, like that high stick on on Corey Perry. I mean, mm-hmm. you can you can use the excuse that they didn't know if it was puck or stick, but I think every single person in that arena saw and heard the slap of Marsha Show's stick to Corey Perry's face. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like, like right in front of the refs. Yeah. And if you also if you look at stats, just going back to the Chris Lee thing against Montreal, there's 25% more penalties against the team Montreal or for the team playing against Montreal than there is in any other referee whenever Chris Lee refs a Montreal game. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't trying to accuse the man. But <laughs> it is a weird stat, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, the honor series, how do you guys see this thing going out? Uh, we'll start with Chad. Yeah, no, this is a wild series. I still think Tampa's too good. I still think Tampa's going to take it. Um, uh, the it, It's been weird, though, because even in their losses, Tampa's played well. I think it's kind of like what I said before, that um, New York is really good at getting teams to play their game. And they're really good at their game. But I mean, Vasilevsky's playing outrageous. He's playing better than his counterpart. And I think I think Tampa wins it. I think they probably win it in seven. I don't know. I think I said six pre-series, but Nassau is crazy. And I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna take one. I think the home team wins every game for the rest of the series. Um hey. but it's been a good series. This has been a fun one. Um I think we do need to talk about all the people, including people on this podcast, who said that Nikita Kucherov would not be good. I don't know what you guys were thinking. I never said that. Yeah, someone did. It might have been a guest, but was someone a guest. was saying was that he would be. Yeah, someone was saying that he would be slow out of the gate. And it was that uh, Sam guy that we had on the Leafs fan. Yeah, yeah. That said, and, uh, uh, that said that Leafs would also sweep the Habs. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I think I think they're winning in seven. I think they also have the top two or three choices for the Con Smythe. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, I think they're winning it. I, I, I want Islanders to win. Mm-hmm. I don't want the Lightning to win. I just, I don't like the Lightning at all, but mm-hmm. that's just a personal opinion. Uh, as far as looking at the series, looking at how everything's playing out, Islanders are a scary team because, like, even when they make the other team, other team plays well, Islanders – have some weird voodoo how they steal wins well no it's it's their trap they they just yeah. make teams play their game like even when they're outshot they can they can steal games look at the the, yeah. the, the bruins what was it like but 40 but to the, 16 yeah but the the, bruins? The, the you can't say that they're a better team they're, no, they're, they're not. nowhere near they're a better coach team yeah they might sometimes they might be harder to play against but i i think trots is a better coach than cooper yeah but I think uh, Tampa has a better roster. I also think, yeah, and this, but this team also like all these teams left. Obviously, have they're deep because you have to have depth to make it this far. But I think Tampa is the only team that's that complete. Like I well, put I mean, Tampa, and I put Tampa and Colorado in that category because they have like the bona fide first line with savages who can score two, three goals a night. They have a top tier goalie, and they have top tier at least two pairings of defense so tap is more complete than colorado i'm sorry but Vasilevsky's yeah oh vasilevsky is better than grubauer yeah for sure but grubauer is still good but i know yeah. but he's not comparable to vasilevsky or yeah. price or anybody in that yeah, category yeah, yeah. yeah grubauer is still yeah he's a step down but yeah 
the the depth is crazy on this team though. So I I still I still think of these teams. I think Tampa's winning it. I mean, it also um, helps that they're eighteen million over the cap. Yeah, but it also helps that that's a legal part, and they're not over the cap because no. the cap doesn't exist in the playoffs. Right, but so it's yeah, right. They're allowed to do what they are. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that. I don't like it, but mm-hmm. they're not breaking any rules. It's it's the the quintessential. If it was your team doing it, you would be fine with it because it's right. Like rules, I said, I, yeah, I don't like it, but it they're is. not breaking any rules. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, they're not breaking any rules, so I'm not going to complain too much about it. But I don't like it. It's yeah. man, yeah. personal opinion. Um, but yeah, it obviously helps, but I think I think this off season they're going to lose a lot of key players because of that. No, they're not. <laughs> well, they're bottom line depth key players. Yeah, but you gotta. I mean, the the guy that built that team is a stud, so they're gonna have some guys coming up because he's still he was there. What two years? When did he leave to go to Detroit? Three years ago. Three years ago. I wonder if this is. Yeah, I mean, I guess by this time the guys you drafted should be coming up. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. They they already are. A lot of them are playing right now. Mm-hmm. It's just that they're all their ELCs are all ending this year too. So. Yeah, but they're gonna get rid of Savard. They're gonna get rid of some guys. Savard, yes. Savard yeah. doesn't make that much money. It's more like Tyler Johnson. He's the one that's costing him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Tyler Johnson, Andre Pilat, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kilhorn, maybe. Yanni Gord. Yanni Gord. It'll be interesting to see, though, because it happens where teams, t- guys take discounts. Yeah. That's why Boston's been good. It's why, you know, a lot of guys. So we'll see. Yeah. No, we're we'll point. see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, it helps with no state tax. Yes. <laughs> quite a bit but um yeah no i this, this series i i see going to seven no matter what i'm hoping islanders in seven realistically i think it's going to be tampa in seven but we'll see what happens um yeah i think like i said islanders are a better coach team uh what, what's your take on this one zach well i i think we're we're getting a good look in this playoffs to what actually a playoff team is because there's big quotations around a playoff built team um because if you look at this uh you know the the canadians team the uh islanders the islanders team they're very similar in how they're built from the ground up they don't have the big star player like your stammer your kucherov your mark stone your you know and so on and so forth but they're built to have scoring from top to bottom and what I think the the two teams have in common is their bottom six I think it's better than their oppositions uh in being a playoff performing bottom six for in, in my opinion your bottom six needs to be big have a scoring touch and it's difficult to play against the entire Islanders team is difficult to play against because they have a very defensive strategy and you saw how they were able to break down each round before without having the star power to to really overcome um you know just by you know we'll throw this guy out and he'll go and score a goal like uh like in the regular season you would not that i would say that the islanders are a better built team than the bolts because the bolts have the best roster in the entire nhl and yes i do think that they're going to take this series i really hope they don't uh, but the more that I see the Islanders play against the Bolts, you know, because I'm I'm on the other side, I want to s- try to imagine what team I would rather go up against if I were the Canadians. 
I don't want to go against either of these teams. Uh, if I could have a third option, that would be really cool. Uh, but we just we can't have that right now. Um, and, and if you look at how their series has gone so far, I mean, there hasn't been a blowout. It, it's been close every game so far. The, the biggest goal differential was in the first game. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Islanders were able to uh, take this one the distance and take it. But the, the cards are, are there for the Bulls to win it. And I, I think that's how it's going to turn out. They're too good. That's that's very fair. Now, Paul, what, what, what's your take on this? Since your team actually played the Islanders, you got to witness uh, what was it? Uh, six games of Islanders beating on the Bruins. What's your take on this? I love how you word that. <laughs> the vocabulary used there was just <laughs> superb. I mean, I would give you A on that one. Yeah, it's a uh, it, the Islanders are sneaky they they just they i think they just jump out at you and when they can strike they do they're kind of like a snake almost they just lay back and just wait for you to make a mistake and they jump on it or they force you to make a mistake because they're defensive game and they strike on it but yeah i i still think tampa is gonna win that's not because the bruins lost to the islanders that's just because Tampa's built better and Tampa has pieces like um, uh, Vasilevsky and even if Kucherov isn't playing well you could still go to a Braden Point who could be be playing well you go to a um, Anthony Sorelli who could be playing well that game the Islanders have some of those guys but they don't have it at that level yeah they don't match they they have the depth but they're better yeah, exactly. Like the third like if, line, third line on Tampa is a second line on eighty percent of the teams in the league. Exactly, because that's it's at, a good drill line, right? Isn't the good drill line the third line? Yeah, Goudreau, um, Coleman, I believe, and uh, Barclay Goudreau. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if the Islanders are failing, if if Matthew Barzell isn't playing as good, you have to look at somebody like. Uh, J.G. Pajot or a Jordan Eberle, a um, Palmieri, somebody like that. And I don't think those guys match up with what the second or even third option is from Tampa. I agree. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. The That series is going to be down to the wire. I really think Tampa – I would be shocked if Tampa didn't win. And I also think that I think whoever wins this series is winning the Stanley cup. I mean, I guess if it was Islanders, Vegas, Vegas has a pretty good chance, but I think that if the matchup is Tampa Vegas, I, that's the one I want. Cause I think that would just be a slug fest. And those are, I don't think they're the two best teams, but they're definitely the two best of the remaining teams. So that would be a lot of fun to see. And then the other one would be, if it's so, but either way, I think Tampa wins that. If it's Tampa uh, Canadians, I think Tampa wins that. New York and Vegas, I don't know. But New York and the Canadians would be an interesting one because you guys play the same style. So it would be an interesting, yeah, I don't know. But I think the winner of this series wins the cup. So, and I want the winner of this series to win the cup. So, uh, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, 
We can talk about how ridiculous Hobbs fans are in a second. I do want to talk. <laughs> I do want to talk about one thing though. The whole thing that like you need a top to bottom built team and whatever. That's true, but like you need a superstar. Every Stanley Cup champion, except for the Blues, of the last like fifteen years has had a top flight superstar. I mean, every team like, remaining does have one. No, the Canadians do not. You, Carey Tyler, Price. Tyler Carey Tifoli, Price. That's no, no, no. You need Carey a score. Price. Every uh, every every cool Stanley Cup champion also has a top. <laughs> get out of here with that. Every Stanley <laughs> Cup champion also has the best goalie in the playoffs. That's just a given. Carey but Price. you a top flight superstar, and you don't have one. Islanders Islanders have Barzell. Yeah, Islanders have and Barzell even like he definitely qualifies, but he would be like the bottom of that tier if that makes sense like right but he's, I think he's, he's like a worse or superstar but every yeah. team has a superstar uh, yeah, every vegas, team has, does. vegas has vegas vegas also kind of doesn't they have mark stone but like yeah and patch yeah and i guess because they have a, they have a their team's defense they have not the petrangelo and theodore's a nasty yeah <laughs> that's a nasty um, but then you they, go like Capitals, Tampa has, penguins like Tampa has like 30 guys yeah, but then, like, you look at all the champions, like, going back, I, I'm like, because I have the list up here. Looking back, I guess, like, maybe Detroit in 2008 didn't have, like, a top flight. I guess they had Datsuk, so I guess and they Zetterberg. still had Zetterberg. Yeah. And, so and Lindstrom. So then going back, I mean, the Hurricanes, they had Stahl. The Ducks, probably, they had, that was the young team, but they had. Corey like, Perry. They had a. I mean, had, how was the our superstar? That yeah, was like Corey an Perry, Eric Stahl. There we go. Yeah, guys, <laughs> we've got two superstars. Yeah, you don't have a superstar, which I think yeah. is the problem. But I, uh, I think you take names out of it. In the playoffs, you got to take the name out of it, and you just got to look at how the players are performing. When it comes down to it, Dano is not a superstar, but look at how many points the superstars on the other teams have when Dano's out there. Because he's like, he's such an unorthodox player, and this is a super unorthodox team where our top line is in a, a top line. Our top line is the shutdown to the other team's top line. How many points does Mark Stone have in the series so far? He has one point in three games, and that's a superstar. And I love, I love how you guys. So, are we done with the first series? Can we just get yeah, to we're, about we're, this we're now? move on to that. To the yeah. Habs and <laughs> yeah. Vegas. All right, so let's talk about this because you have one player playing well, and he's making everyone else look good, and that's what it is. That's the they've given up thirteen goals in the last seven games. You're got you're gonna win every game if that's the case. So of course your defense looks good because you have a goalie that bails you out. You guys get outshot every game. Like you guys, you guys, you guys. My problem with the Canadians is my same problem with the Cowboys fans. You guys pretend to have this significance that you just no longer have. Like this is the worst team that made the playoffs this year. You're playing well. You made it out of the worst division in the playoffs, and that's good. And I I still think Toronto is one of the best teams, and they choked. Then you got a gift. And then you made it to this round and you're playing Vegas and you're playing well. And it's Carey Price. Carey Price is the reason you guys are here. You didn't, my, yeah, he, we were, we were doing this with Liam and he doesn't like this, but if you took like an average goaltender, take Martin Jones and put him on all four teams in the, in the left, the Canadians are getting bounced in four games. Yeah. But we also lose the highest percentage of cap space. What is what? Yeah. So we are, we pay Carey Price almost double what we play any forward on the team. Uh, I believe our highest paid forward is Anderson, right? He no, it's, making it's Dwayne. They they both make five and a half, don't they? Uh, Dwayne makes five five and three quarters. Okay, well, Carey Price makes ten and a half. He's mm-hmm. supposed to be by far the best player on this team because we have 
Yeah, but, but, the then, most but then percentage... don't come at me with calling Philip Deneau a superstar. No, 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 superstar. I, no, no, no. I wasn't calling him a superstar. That's <laughs> yeah. not what I meant. But, but my he... thing is like, people are like, oh, Tyler Toffoli this. And, and it's like, you guys have the tattered team that made it. And my problem is that for years, you guys have been saying, Carey Price is elite and Carey Price is this. And you've been shit on by everybody. Right. And instead of just sitting on your laurels now and being like, see, I fucking told you Carey Price is legit. Now you're saying, well, it's the team and well, it's the way it's built and we're a playoff team. No, you have a goalie who's playing well. That's what it is. We do have a goalie who's playing extremely well, (laughs) but okay. Look at, look at game seven against the Leafs. They didn't Mm -hmm. have a single high danger scoring chance for that entire game until I believe 10 minutes left in the third period. And I know that's just one game out of the playoffs, Mm -hmm. but if if our team is really only just carry price in which carry price is a large majority of our team. And we have him to thank for quite a number of the wins, especially last uh, the last game. I mean, he made almost 50 saves in that game. He was absolutely fantastic. But for everyone who watched that game, there were a couple super high danger chances, like the, the slide across the uh, kick like save upper and, yeah. pad save and the, yeah. the kick save. And those are huge. And without Carey Price, most goalies don't make that save. Mm-hmm. Um, but in other instances throughout, like the sweep, the, the sweep against the Jets, I know they lost Shifley. Wheeler didn't pick up. I think he had one point. And it, it's, yes, a lot of Carey Price, but you can't take away from how well Deneau has played against the top, or the, the top lines and the top, threats on other teams to be able to take away the high danger chances because if you take away high danger chances price is going to stop everything else and that's why the knights are only scoring from the point they're sending shots through and hoping it clears and price can't see i think up until last night they only had or not last night last game they only had two goals from people not from from the the blue line right uh petrangelo's leading them in in goals and yeah, Flurry gave us a, a gift to put it in OT, but Stahl gave them a gift earlier in the game that, that put them up. So if you cancel both of them out, it's still no, going. Whoa, whoa, OT. whoa, whoa, whoa. Flurry handed you a puck on the goal on the doorstep with no one. You can't equate that to what yeah. Stahl did. No, I, it's not exactly the same thing. That, this this is my problem with Habs fans. This is it right here. Is that you say, oh yeah, well, they lost Shifley. They lost their best player. Their best player. Not, not, not their first line center, the best player on their team, a superstar. And then, yeah, you guys swept them because they lost their player. And then, oh yeah, when we beat the Leafs in game seven, oh yeah, when they didn't have their captain. So Montreal is the luckiest team that's in this playoffs. And my problem is then you guys sit on your high horse and complain about officiating like the NHL didn't gift you an entire series. Like you played a tough game one, that game, that series against Mont- or, uh, Winnipeg goes at least six. You don't sweep them with Shifley there. You can't tell me you win four straight of the of game one. You just don't. And so my problem is instead of sitting here and saying, yeah, Carey Price is kind of carrying us and we're getting lucky, just like I did when I said, okay, we had the game seven penalty call. So I'm a Sharks fan, Zach. So, you know, yeah, we yeah. had the game seven penalty call against the Knights. And then we had that ridiculous hand pass that wasn't called in overtime against the Avalanche that Carlson scored on. Like, I, I recognize those things, just like I recognize that the Sharks had lost previous years on those things. My thing is that Canadians are trying to say like, oh, we're the top to bottom. We're a playoff team. You have a good goalie. You have a goalie that's playing out of his mind and carrying you. If suddenly Carey Price got COVID, you guys would lose 11 games straight. 
you guys, how did you guys do at the end of the season? What was the, what was your last eight games? You lost eight in a row, right? Yeah, it wasn't great. That's for who, sure. And who, who wasn't in the games? Carrie. There was an entire right? So, so, so maybe, maybe there's, maybe there's a connection there, right? That well, we, Carey Price also, was out. And then we now also didn't back. have, we also didn't have the majority of our top end talent. We didn't have yeah. Gallagher. But Gallagher, I mean, he's putting in 13 minutes a night in these in these playoffs, anyways. So it's, he he hasn't exactly been one of our core guys, go to guys. But uh, we also didn't have Weber. We didn't have Sherratt until right near the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ed- sorry, you go, Liam. I was gonna say Edmondson. I don't think was there either. Yeah, uh, yeah. and I like think the fact remains though that you guys were the worst team to make the playoffs points wise. Yeah, the yeah. lowest amount of points. Right. In, arguably, in what I believe was the worst division. Um, yeah. yeah, I think the West is the worst division. I don't at all. I think that the, the West has... teams make it a lot. Yeah. And Ottawa was like the worst team in hockey and Vancouver well, was wasn't. terrible. Ottawa was not both that bad. bad. Yeah. Th- there was three bad California teams, but even the Sharks, like if you put the Sharks against the whatever, who came in third to last, I don't know. But what I'm saying is the top end of our division was much better. The top end of the West was much better than the top end of the North. So, because I mean... Right. You my, had, my you had Minnesota. You can't, you can't look at it as if they wouldn't have made the playoffs in a regular season because, yes, they have played against all these bad teams repetitively this year, but they would have also played against Buffalo if they were in a, in a regular season or a normal yeah, season. Yeah, they also would have played against Boston, wouldn't they have? Yeah, and Detroit. Yeah. yeah. And like all they, these they other bad teams, right? So you can't, Points-wise, would, would you have made the playoffs? I don't think you would have if you were in a regular division, right? The Sharks would have made the playoffs, which is crazy because, like – because everyone in the Pacific was bad this year. So that's what I'm saying. You can't, but you can't look at it that way. Right. Like you have to look at it like, cause it's, it's, it's. Like, you can't look at it that way. Cause it doesn't support your argument that the Canadians aren't a good team. They're not. The Canadians got into the playoffs. They were the worst team to get into the playoffs and they're getting carried by a goalie. And I don't understand why you guys don't just accept and own that. Cause Carrie price has been all you guys have talked about for 10 years. Cause you haven't had anything else to talk about. So I, I don't understand why you don't just ride that. But I mean, I think if you talk to any Canadians fan in in like this sort of setting, like yes, Carey Price is the biggest part of our team. He is the reason that we're here, and he has absolutely carried us. And that's exactly what we pay him to do. Mm-hmm. And I think you you go the majority of Canadian fans know exactly this. Yes, and. and we also want to talk about the other parts that are moving for us because if it were only carry price and that's it, that's all we would be looking at, you know, last year we, we got to the, through the play-ins and then we lost and then so on and so forth because our team this year is better than any Canadians team that we've seen in the last 10 years. Yeah. this, This team is finally a team that we can say, yo, we have a Nick Suzuki. Like th- this kid is really promising. We have a Cole Caulfield. We have Cook and Yemi, who isn't quite at that level, but he's you're still averaging, a player. You're averaging two and a half goals a game over your last four games. Yeah. And you've won three of them. That's because you have a good goalie. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. It's, it's crazy because like what I'm seeing is it's like, it's like you guys are, it's like you guys are a great passing offense, right? It's like you guys have Tom Brady back there and you're great at passing the ball. And then you have seven rookie running backs who are doing great. And you're like, yeah, but what about the running backs? But look at the running backs. But how about the running backs? Instead of being like, no, we have Tom Brady. That's why we're winning. It's just crazy. I don't understand this from Habs fans because you guys could win the argument. 
you could so easily win the argument and give a big fuck you to the entire world of hockey who said Carey Price was receding and that Carey Price wasn't as good. But instead, you do you make this argument, which is just statistically and factually incorrect. And I don't understand it because it's so it's just like as like a media guy and as someone who's like who argues for a living, quite literally, like you guys are just so bad at it. Like, I don't understand it because you could win every argument, but you decide to take this route. That's just incorrect. Like, and it just drives me crazy because it's, it's funny to see people and even like the blue check marks are trying to say stuff where it's like, well, this is the playoff team. It's like, no, you guys are having a whole bunch of guys who are having good, good time. Like Tyler Toffoli isn't this good. No, he's not. And he's no, just he's not. And he, yeah. he's going to recede next year. I'm not, yeah. I'm not part of the population that thinks that, you know, next year he's going to put up 55, 60 goals and all these guys are going to play the exact same. But no, what what I can say is we have a lot of guys on this team having the playoff run of their life. Corey Perry is never going to play this hockey ever again. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think the Foley's ever going to play this hockey ever again. Eric Stahl's probably never going to play hockey ever again. Mm -hmm. And, (laughs) and, and I think it's just to, to not only talk about how good price has been, because that's obvious. Everybody knows that. Yeah, um, but I, yeah, but then you win the argument. I think that's my thing. The, I, like, I guess so. I I just yeah. I like I, I just like to talk, man. I like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> no, I know that's the same thing. That's why I talk so much. But yeah, like, and and it's just it's funny because they're also like all the Habs fans, and this is from like general hockey Twitter because the only like actual interaction i have with habs fans is with you liam so like i don't because there's no habs fans in santa cruz so um except for the people that want him to beat the knights and that's how that's how crazy this is and that's how in my opinion and again i'm not talking about you two zach and liam but how idiotic general habs fans are is that i'm rooting for the knights in this series i'm a sharks fan and i'm rooting for the knights everybody is and that's just like and that's the thing is like i love that that's what's happening and that habs fans aren't like huh i wonder why that is why is everyone rooting for the Knights? Because you have this whole idea that the NHL is against you, even though the NHL gifted you a second round series. And they're like, oh yeah, the NHL is against us. And then, oh yeah, wait, let's suspend this guy for four games for hitting a seventh liner for no reason. But it's just like, hey. it's just crazy to me that you guys have made the entire hockey world hate you. Because again, the Yankees won a world series in 2009, Right. So the Yankees won their 27th ring in 2009 and they still think they're the shit. The Cowboys haven't won a world or a Super Bowl since the nineties. And they still think they're the shit. The Habs are that fan base. And so you want to wonder why everyone hates you. That's why. Like, it's just, it's, it's just, it's, I don't know what it is. And also from like a, from just like a common sense standpoint, I don't think any more fans, I don't think anyone in Montreal is like, Oh, I'm not a hockey fan until the Habs won the Stanley cup, you know, like, I feel like Montreal already has its fair share of hockey fans. Like, but I would like to see Tampa Vegas. Cause those are two teams that like I, Vegas has a bigger hockey thing, a bigger hockey community now, but if they want a Stanley cup, it would blow up. And I'm also about to leave and go to the East coast. So I don't really care as much, but um, it would be cool. It would be cool to see that. And hopefully it would make the NHL change their expansion rules. But if I'm picking what I want, I want the Canadians to lose. I want the, then I want the Knights to lose. That's so j- just to, to touch on a couple of things, Jake Evans, not yeah. a seventh liner. He's not, 
Um, exactly. Well, let me the guess. He played great guy. defense, but it doesn't no, 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 show, no, but up. Not, not, it doesn't show up on the stat sheet, though. No, but he wait, played wait, good wait, defense. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> he he led the forward core in ice time that night. Yeah. Um, which I mean, for for a guy who was drafted in the seventh round, I think the the majority of Canadian fans quite like Jake Evans. He's a yeah. hardworking dude. He's not very like offensively talented, but I just thought it was funny that he actually led uh, the forward core in ice time that night, which is strange. He, he, was, he playing... was on your top penalty kill, right? Uh, yeah, he was on the penalty kill, yeah, and he played with uh, Dano. Yeah. But actually, no he gets only... more than like 14, 15 minutes on your forwards, right? No, uh, they yeah. uh, roll. They every line gets about the same time yeah. on ice time, mm-hmm. roughly. Yeah, yeah, we we definitely play all four lines. Um, so so what happens if the Canadians beat the Knights? Like there, there's been so far, there's been no major injury, no major suspension. Mm-hmm. If the Canadians are able to muscle out the Knights, yeah. No, then, then it definitely changes the conversation. It 100% does. But again, I think that um, it's – I don't think it changes the reality that it's going to be Carey Price. No. Because I, I think no. you need – yeah, Carey Price has to play outrageous. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like losing Ducharme is something that definitely makes a difference. But I still like – first of all, DeBoer – I don't understand what DeBoer's doing starting um, – Leonard tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was actually not confirmed like, uh, yet. It's not confirmed up, yet. Not? Okay. He gave up here's like 17 my, goals in his first start. Like, here's my here's my theory on this. Yeah. Here's a little mind game theory. I don't know if he's trying to do what the Canadians did in game two with like a Petrie and not actually release it to like right before the game started. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that makes it, that big of a difference. They had like 10 guys, 10 guys like defensemen take warm up or something stupid like that yeah that they game. threw everyone out there <laughs> well that and that that works for that but would that make a difference for a goalie i think it makes it's, more of a difference because like you're like you're gonna players are like trying to visualize and like shot tendencies right on how to shoot on certain goalies right so yeah, yeah i guess so i just feel like it's like hey leonard's in don't i'm shoot not understanding left. like i'm just saying like it's not that played, hard to disc- like yeah i'm just saying somebody who played like yeah. you're, you're gonna try to think about like let's say like leonard's like six five versus flurry's only six foot tall right so um, Leonard, you you can't shoot as high. You're gonna be shooting more center. Whereas yeah. Flower, he's he's shorter and he plays the puck more, so it's, it's a different game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. L- little, but, little things. Yeah, I don't know. I also think, yeah, DeBoer. DeBoer is gonna make the Stanley Cup this year because I know how much Habs fans love the, like, well, on the second Wednesday in 1993 this happened, and the second Wednesday this year this happened. Yeah, you've seen that Stanley post. Cup. Yeah, DeBoer's made the Stanley <laughs> Cup the second year with every team, right? Didn't he make it second? He made it second year with the Sharks, second year with the Devils, and second year with the Knights. I, oh, I think yeah, that's what happened. So. so, I mean, if if you know, that's one that actually holds some merit. So you could do that. But um, I yeah. mean, if, if you want to be technical, he played an Eastern Conference team in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Every so this this is his Eastern Conference team right here. Yeah, that's true. He did, play and he Eastern lost Conference every time team. against the Eastern Conference team. Uh, he didn't lose against the Eastern Conference team in with the Devils. They were in the Eastern Conference, and he lost. Am I stupid? Yeah. No, but he lost but he to a lost. Western Conference team. He lost in the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> but he no, lost. he lost in the he lost in the Stanley Cup Finals. Sorry, he lost. That would be to a Western team. Conference team. He lost to the team from the opposing conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But um, <laughs> my God, uh, this this is what bothers take, me about. Don't get seriously. Yeah, it kind of bothers me about the this uh, this playoff format. Is I, th- I feel like we got robbed of some really good matchups. Yes. Or like had yes. to watch them like, like, cause Florida, Tampa definitely didn't have a first round field. That should have been a second round series. Colorado Vegas should have been the conference finals. Like, I feel it, like that, that does bug me. I uh, also feel like every team in Canada could have made the playoffs and went a bit farther. If 
It was back in the normal way. What? Are you serious? Well, Vancouver and Calgary in the Pacific, I feel like they could have made it farther than. Yeah, I don't know. Those, yeah. I Wait, mean, you think no. Calgary and Vancouver could have made the playoffs? In the Pacific, yes. Well, because the Pacific, yeah. the Pacific would have been exceptionally bad. Yeah. It would have been Vancouver, it would have been Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, the three California Vancouver teams. Vancouver had Vegas. the same amount of points as the fourth place team in the West this year. Yeah. Which, like, I think the Pacific would have been Vegas number one, number two, Edmonton, probably. Number two, Edmonton. Number three, Calgary. Number four, Vancouver. Could have been. But then you also you also don't know because yeah the like having not having to play Minnesota and Colorado twelve right, times would have made the Pacific Division teams better so you it's, don't it's, really it's hard know. to say like it's a it's a whole like that's what I mean you can't really look at it that way but it mm-hmm. could have been it could could have yeah but I mean anything could have been yeah it'll be interesting if if the if the Canadians beat the the Golden Knights I'll definitely have a more of a respect but yeah I mean I just don't think what bothers me is that. If, if I'm a Canadians fan, I'm saying we're riding Carey Price and we've gotten kind of lucky. It happens. Teams get lucky when they win the Stanley Cup. You yeah. have to. And yeah, it's not for a some bad reason, thing to be lucky. For some reason, they want to sit on this atop a perch looking down on this land trying to pretend that they're the 70s Canadians who won like 11 Stanley Cups in a row. When really it's like, you guys have gotten lucky to be here, but you're here. Just relish in it. Like yeah, talk, right, Liam? Yeah, talk your shit. Like I don't, I just don't understand it because it, it's not a team. Like you know, I, I do love if, that the West Coast guys are getting some love though. Finally, if anything, like, people if realize any, if this Habs team reminds you of any previous Habs team, if I, if I have to make that comparison, to me, it's like a hybrid between '86 and '93. Yeah, I don't know what that means. This this team this team is the is the Blues. It's the Stanley Cup Blues. They're riding a hot goalie. They have a whole bunch of kind of no names. No one's really a top guy because of what Ryan O'Reilly was the top guy on that team. Petrangelo. Well, they had they yeah, had Petrangelo. Guys, yeah, Petrangelo. Um, Braden had, Shen was playing good. Yeah, um, but they James but they had a whole, was playing exceptionally well. They had they had. It's proven my point, Paul. They had a whole bunch of guys exactly. playing great. Yeah, and I no mean, one that was really that because like Ryan O'Reilly, I think it was the best player on that team. Like in terms of like if they had a superstar, it would have been him or or Petrangelo. But that's comparable to like Petrie. It's comparable to who you guys have, right? Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like this team, that's what I'm saying. That it kind of reminds me of like a a ninety and like a a ninety three and a eighty six hybrid for the Canadians. Yeah, because the, the point. Can, so ahead. the eighty six Canes when they won the cup had eleven rookies in the team. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of no names, and it was was that Patrick Wise? Pa- Patrick Wise's first year was a goalie, and like he didn't so. he didn't actually start any games that season until the one game before the playoffs. That was his first NHL game, and then after that he went on an insane run. And you know Patrick Wise, Patrick Wise, now it's history. Mm-hmm. With You're pronouncing it wrong, it's Roy. But continue. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I know it. So Patrick Roy. Um, <laughs> Like the legend he is, like what is it, 154 playoff wins, Zach? Yeah, something like that. I think, I think he's got like 35 more than second place, right? Yeah, no, it's like it's an absurd more, number. It's more than that. I think it's like 50 more in second place. Really? Yeah. yeah. Is it second's flurry, isn't it? Yeah, with 80. Yeah, that's crazy. Otherwise, <laughs> Ar- like it's either 154 or 150. It's, that it, happens it's, when you're part of when you're a part of two dynasties. I I, I got it up here. Um, yeah. 151 playoff wins for uh, for good old Patrick Waugh. 
Uh, Brodeur is below that at 113. Grant Fuhrer at 92. And then Flurry at 90. Okay. So, yeah. So, Patrick was like, uh, 86 was like, he was a rookie that year as well. And then they went on a run. They weren't supposed to win. They were a four seed that, or they were an eight seed that year, whatever the mm-hmm. seeding worked. And yeah. they were bad for a couple of years. And then again, 93, that same core, but then they went on another crazy run. What was it 11 overtime wins in a row or something like that? Some crazy. Yeah. Like yeah, 11 I... overtime wins. And like every game they won like 2 1, 3 2. And again, mm-hmm. it, was, it was all Patrick <laughs> who carried that team. Kind of like what Carey Price does. Yeah, so that's I what I'm think... saying. Like it's a it's a bunch of no names to me. Like a bunch of no names. They have a lot of young guys th- this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you have guys who can like Cockton, Niemi, Suzuki, Caulfield. They could be superstars, but they're not yet. No, they're they're on the way. They're on the yeah. way to being them if they keep this up. Yeah. The, exactly. the way that I like to look at it is like names are names, right? And track history is track history. And obviously, you know who the superstars are in the NHL. Um, and I, I feel like we can we can talk about the the leafs right quick because we don't have leaf calls or leaf fans in here um you know obviously matthews marner superstars didn't show up for the playoffs mm-hmm. guys for the canadians did show up in the playoffs and, and that series jack campbell had better numbers than carrie price mm-hmm. carrie price made some unbelievable saves like the one on spets or whatever but I, I take names out of the consideration for the playoffs because it doesn't matter what they're going to do next year as long as they do it during the playoffs. Yeah, but the thing is, if you look at the champions, the Lightning, whole bunch of names, Capitals, Penguins, Blackhawks, Kings, Bruins, Penguins, Red Wings, you know the top center on every one of those teams. So yep. every single one of them. He, and and my... I don't know the top. Like Still speaking to you right now, I know Cockton Niemi, he's probably your first line center, right? No. See, I don't even know because there's <laughs> yeah. no one on this team that's any better there's, than the other guys. There's, there's no, there's no first line. Yeah, but that's but that's what I'm saying line. is that like what you're saying, <clears throat> what you're saying in practice is is true. Like it should, how it should be, and it usually is. But every team who's won the Stanley Cup in the last 15 years, minus the Blues, has had a clear bona fide superstar, and not not goaltender, clear bona fide superstar. Ov, Sydney, Patrick Kane. You know, Marchant, they've all had a player. Maybe and that's what I'm saying. The 2012 Kings, maybe. But I mean, they still had, they still had Kopitar, and you guys hate the West Coast, and I get it because you're very far from it. Kopitar was, did he ever win a heart? I don't know if he ever won a heart or a Richard, well, he, but he no, was no, up there. So. He, he's he a nasty player. He won a bunch, of, I think he won a Selkie. Yeah. yeah. No, Kopitar was, he's the, like, so there's like, you know, the whole like, Shea Weber is like a like a Montreal legend, Nashville legend. Joe Thornton's a San Jose legend, Boston. Like, there's like NHL legends and then like team legends. Kopitar is like, he is the Kings. I mean, you have Robitaille, of course, and Wayne Gretzky, but like from 2000 <laughs> till now, he's the best player on the Kings. It's not even close. Maybe like, Rob Blake. Like, no, not even. It wouldn't shock me to see. Probably Robitaille probably has the most points in Kings history, but Kopitar's got to be up there. Gretzky. Kopitar. I don't think Gretzky has the most points. I don't think he was there long enough. Does he? No, I don't think so. I'll look it up. But, but yeah, no. I, I, but yeah, I they know. had they had Kopitar. They had Doughty. They had Slava Vlanov. They had Alec Martinez. They had a bunch of guys who were playing well, and all the whole team was hot. It wasn't oh, just Marcel Dion. Quick. Yeah, we who? forgot about Marcel Dion. Dion mm. has the most points, oh, yeah. and then it's yeah, Robitaille, so... whoever the hell Dave Taylor is, and then Anze Kopitar. <laughs> Who's Dave Taylor? I do not I believe he played Taylor. in the Gretzky era. Did he? He's probably he was, 
probably the goon who played with Gretzky that just got all of his points. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, these slowly. teams that do get hot, it's not that they get one player that's hot. It's they get the whole team that's rolling. Mm-hmm. And it's, then you look you look at a lot of the teams that lost Stanley Cups, a lot of them have that build. The, the Islanders, the Canadian build, where it's like, no, well, I can't, I don't want to disrespect Matt Barzell like that, but like no true bona fide superstar, right? A lot of times they don't have the star power because a goalie can only take you so far. And not, it's not really that bold of a claim, I don't think, but I think whoever wins the game tonight's winning the series because I don't think you beat the Canadians three straight times. And I think if you guys lose, I think if you can clinch it at the Bell Center, you guys probably win. I think haven't the lost at the Bell Center yet. Yeah, if the Canadians well, can clinch, can clinch at the Bell Center. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I mean in the playoffs. In the playoffs, we haven't lost in the Bell Center, I don't believe. Yeah, we did in Toronto. Game uh, Oh, game right. Two, yeah, yeah. Game, game three and three. four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since fans then, yes. Yeah. But um, because I don't think you win three straight against the Canadians. I don't think you take three away from Carey. So from Carey Price. So I think if the Canadians win tonight and make it 3-1 to win, I think if it goes back to 2-2 and they go back to Vegas, Vegas has to be the craziest atmosphere in the NHL right now just because Nevada doesn't care about COVID. So I'm pretty sure they're full <laughs> capacity. And um, they're just nuts. So here's I think what I have to... tonight's winning. Here's what I have to say. It's a French thing. Zach, I don't know if you speak French at all. I don't, you, I don't even know if you live in Quebec. But no, I live in Ontario. Sorry, I didn't okay. mention that. No worries. But here, here's a little French thing I have about uh, about the Bell Center right now. Les Fantômes du Forum sont rendus au Centre Bell. So for any of our Quebec listeners, they'll know what that means. I'll translate that for English people. It's the ghosts of the Forum are at the Bell Center now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's uh, it's an old Canadians legends lore thing. I know, Chad, you hate that. You well, hate it's just. I love that you have to go back to your old stadium to talk about how good you are. It just kind of proves everyone's point, right? No, it's. <laughs> I didn't even think it was that loud the last. Yeah. Game. Well, no, it's... that's not what it's about. That's not well, what it's no, about. And... It's uh. No, but so... people kept talking about how loud the arena is going to be. How loud mm-hmm. it. I didn't think it was that loud. It didn't that sound was... to me like that it was. That last game was the most quiet it's been all playoffs. Because we played horrible. <laughs> yeah. Because we but, were awful. But no, like, I think the, like, I think, I think what you're saying is right. I think that, I think the Canadians win game six, like, regardless. And that's why I'm saying whoever wins tonight wins the series. Because I think if the Canadians win tonight and they can go in 3 1 back to Vegas, they can lose that game. Because I don't think Vegas, I don't know though, because Vegas did come back from 2 nothing against a much better team. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say with it, but I think that I think whoever wins this game wins the series is what I think. I guess we'll see. Um, I think if anybody is, can do it, it'll be Vegas. It's like a win. Be, it's a win-win lose-lose for me because like, I really don't want to see Vegas win the cup and I don't really want to see the Canadians win the cup either. Just cause I love the whole, like, I love the, I love the falling down of like one's proud fan bases. It's my favorite thing. I just love it. Because like like I, I always root for good teams to lose. It's just I love it. Except for except for like some teams, except for current dynasties. Like I love when Alabama wins football because then you see Nick Saban smile and it looks like he's built in a factory. But um, the uh, anyways, I want to see. It's like a lose lose because either way, a team I don't really want to wins in the Stanley Cup. But then like if you win tonight and the Knights lose, like I'd be happy. Like all things considered, I'd probably be more happy with a Canadian Stanley Cup than a Knights Stanley Cup. But I don't want either of them. So. <laughs> And you know what? You'll be in the East. You can come for the parade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got an extra hat. I do <laughs> want to can... see 
I'm not going to put, it's the ugliest <laughs> logo in sports. I'm not going to put that anywhere near me, but um, you want, can we talk about, I don't know if you have anything else, but can we talk oh. about something here that kind of draw, draw that dawned on me a little bit? It'll be quick, but do you notice how every expansion team, not every, but a lot of expansion teams have a really sick Jersey that they first had and then they change it. Yes. Why is that? I love the Knights jerseys. I also love the Krakens jerseys. I, I really hope that they don't change because they're slick. Oh, yeah. Well, like in the Kraken, I don't I don't personally like the Knights jerseys. I don't like the crest look. I just don't like it for whatever reason. It's too European soccer for me. Yeah. But but I do like the – I like their colorway, and I like their, their uh, tertiary or their secondary logo, the, like, weird little – The the swords? Yeah, yeah. That That's looks a really cool. cool logo. I will say, though, the one thing – so mm-hmm. I went to the – I went to Patrick Marlowe breaking the record in Vegas and went and saw that game, and the one thing I really wasn't impressed with was their branding. Like, they didn't have – because, you know, like, I'll go to – like, I've been to a, a Ducks game and seen merch when I'm like, wow, that would be sick. Like, if the Ducks weren't in the West, I would probably get that. And like same thing with like the Kachina and all that, but I just don't understand it because like the Sharks' best logo is their first logo, yeah. those Patrick Marlowe rookie year jerseys, the all teal. Why don't they stick with Gorgeous. them? Like like why don't why didn't the 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 Ducks? It's so funny every year they're like bring back the eggplant, bring back the eggplant, and then everyone's like, oh yeah, let's make this reverse retro that's kind of like an eggplant, but not really. It's like just make the fucking eggplant. Like what are you doing? <laughs> it's all <laughs> yeah, about the money. Real. So no, the, the reason with the ducks thing is that they can't. Oh, because of Disney. Yeah, that was the that Disney, was a bad one. Disney like, doesn't even, want anything to do with that because apparently, like, good. The reason why Disney stepped away from the ducks is because they they found the NHL was too violent. Yeah. So if you watched back, and they day, hired Mike Babcock, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want Babcock anywhere near Disney. So, <laughs> but anyway, I, um, I get that. But yeah, and then also it was funny. So let's say like back when Disney used to own it, and like when you're watching the Ducks feed. Mm-hmm. So let's say a fight broke on the ice. They just, they would just slap I remember a, that. They would slap a huge that. Ducks logo over the fight. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But but no, it's like even the Kings, those old purple and gold jerseys are so sick. Yeah. Like, why didn't they keep those? Yeah, I, yeah. I, those I, those I'll black never, jerseys are hideous. I'll never understand it. Never. And like, because it's just, you know, you look at teams like the Avalanche, their, their jerseys, they haven't changed it much. But that A that they have is so cool. The like yeah. A with the Avalanche going and like the Dallas Stars, their old jerseys <laughs> were so much better with the the A being the top of the star and like like do your secondaries, do your alternates, whatever. But I mean, it's just so much better. The old jerseys look so much better. Just I, keep them. Another jersey I, I'm a big fan of that my fiance tells me Emily tells me I'm an idiot for liking. Is the Ottawa jerseys? I forget. I think it was 2012 they had them. It was like the, the black 2Ds. one. That, no, the black one that had sends written across the. I like that. I like. I like lettering on jerseys. <sighs> I think it looks cool. I think it has was... to be done right. Yeah. But like, because some of them look bad. Like the New York one. Like, there's just good jerseys out there though. Like the the New York one that goes like that with the cream. I don't really like. But like the Pittsburgh yellows are sick. And like, yeah, it's it, it's a. It's definitely just a thing, but like if you don't have the Canadians, the Maple Leafs, like the classic, like Red Wings, Blackhawks, if you don't have that, I don't understand why people don't try and create that. Like I don't understand like why the Sharks is the Sharks. Yeah. Again, like I love the Sharks jerseys, and I think it's because no matter what, like a shark is gonna look cool on a shirt. Like it's very hard to make it not look cool. Yeah. But like you look at the coyotes, coyotes had the coolest jersey in sports, in my opinion. 
like the coyotes are leaving the Pacific division, right? Because the Kraken are coming in and I'm immediately going to buy a Kachina hat. Cause I love that logo. That's such a good logo. Yeah. No, they just don't use logo. it. I mean, do you, do you agree with me here, Zach? Like, do you understand why I, I get the money thing, Paul, but it's, I don't think, money. I mean, I don't think there's enough and maybe it's cause I'm like not as much of a fan anymore. Like, well, I am a fan, but it's like different, but like the sharks come out with stealth mode. That jersey's hideous. I'm not going to buy one of those. <laughs> Like they come out with these, like the reverse retro jersey sick. And like, I might buy one, but I, I would never actually like, I'm not going to be like, oh, the Sharks have a new crest this year. I need to buy the jersey. I have a jersey that's signed from a few years ago. I'll just wear that. I don't know. Uh, Maybe I'm alone in that. I, I like what they did this year, making the reverse retros. And I think they mm-hmm. should do that every year is have a different NHL theme jersey to come mm-hmm. out and, and bring something fresh, something that the, the teams couldn't use a couple of times during the year. And apart from like, maybe changing the style of the jersey because teams do that a lot is they'll change from one brand to another yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. and and that i get but i don't get unless it's awful and you're completely rebranding the team's logo their jersey design everything like that i don't understand it either like i yeah i think you keep the the standard jerseys the same or if not make small adjustments to it if you want to try and make it fresh and then you come out with these fresh and wild, crazy jerseys, yeah, like exactly. like teams have been doing. Like uh, last year, I got the um, the St. Pat jersey that the the Canadians came out with for uh, their their warm up. It's an all green jersey with some plaid on the arms. It's a dope looking jersey, and it's so mm-hmm. weird because it's a green Canadians jersey that got my money instantly. Yeah, but if we change from having a blue stripe in the middle to a blue stripe a little bit lower, I'm not buying that. Yeah. Come out with these really cool designs and, and people buy it. And I think like the the quintessential example is the Sabres. The 90s Sabres jerseys were so cool, the red and black. And and then now they're just awful. They're so bad. They look like a D3 college. I'm like, what are you guys doing? I mean, and so the Sabres don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So they wanna, you can they keep asking match the quality of their more. team. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, their head coach is a soccer coach, if, if I'm not yeah. wrong. They fired yeah. him. They oh, have, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. they gotta have, they gotta have the worst jerseys in the NHL. It'd be a, no. Maybe. We should Oilers. Wait. That'd be a fun. Oilers one. aren't. Great I love either. the Oilers jerseys, but that's me. Um, Senators. I like the Oilers blue ones. The blue ones are okay. Yeah, the blue and orange is just a cool color. Who has a bad jersey? I like most of the jerseys, so Kings. I only think of the good ones. Kings. Yeah, I don't like those Kings jerseys. I like the purple and black ones they have. Boston. Yeah. There it is. Can we can we petition to bring back the Crack Bear logo? Can that yeah, be oh, their sure. main logo? They did. That's such a, no, no, no. I mean, like their full time. It's like logo. the sleep. It's like the Sleepy Cat in in Florida. <laughs> it's just like what were they doing? Or the Nashville? I think I Nashville think have that really bad Predator. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like drugs. The yeah, mustard, the, yeah. Or the mustard yellow, uh, the mustard tiger yeah. jerseys. I don't like those mustard jerseys either. I don't like the Carolina Hurricanes. The uh, flag jersey. The flag. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's it's unique, I guess. Yeah, but it's like I will never, I'll never get mad at a team for taking a chance. Yeah, like they took a chance. I don't think it landed, but they took a chance. I'd rather have that than like the fucking Red Wings warm up jersey that they made for their reverse retro. That's like the same thing, right? It's just <laughs> yeah. literally like a spring Awful. training jersey. The Habs. But in fairness, try to make a Red Wings jersey that is different, that looks good. That make a whole their... new crest. Yeah, but that's the thing. You have to make one. If you're going to make yeah. it around that logo, it's hard to make it look good. That, stick that with weird, the theme. like that weird old school D that they had. 
that they had that jersey for yeah. for a while. You remember that? That wasn't bad. Was or it like, like a Detroit Tigers D? Yeah, it might have yeah. been. Or just, well, all those stadiums are right next to each other. Like the Joe's a little bit. Actually, I don't know where the new, I don't know where Little Caesars is. But it's the Joe, downtown. Yeah, the Joe's like down a ways a little bit, but the Ford Field is right next to Comerica Park. They're both yeah, right there. Yeah, they, the, uh, the they tore down the Joe and they put the, they put the, what is it called? Hot and Ready little, Arena. Yeah, the little, <laughs> little Caesars right next to it. Yeah. I've never heard yeah. that one before. That's a good yeah. one. Well, we'll take and bake for the kids. But wow. yeah, I'm trying to think. Who, who has a bad jersey? Yeah, no, it's it's like so going through like the Pacific. I like you can just name all the teams. They're all pretty good. The the ones that stick out to me as not being great, we kind of mentioned like the Kings aren't good. That's a good call. Um, I don't like the Ducks logo at all. Like I like I do like their colorway. Like I like the orange. I like colors that aren't used. That's why I like the shark so much because it's teal and like no one really uses teal and it's such a cool color. It's a nice color. Yeah. And then let's think though, like St. Louis the, is boring. I don't, I really don't like Vegas's. Like, like I said, I like their, 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 that other crest, but in terms of like their regular Jersey, I don't like it. And they have gold helmets, which is just absurd. I don't like um, the gold helmet at all. I don't yeah, like Flurry's gold cage. Yeah. The game that I went to. So when I'm at, when I'm at sporting events, I talk shit, but like in a very respectful way. <laughs> and so no one can really get mad at me, but people get really frustrated. And so I kept screaming that the the gold helmets looked awful. And I kept screaming that the jerseys looked bad. And that was what I went at because I was there for Patrick Marlowe's thing. And uh, yeah, but I kept screaming that. But let's, yeah. Who else? I like the Blackhawks. I like the, yeah, I don't know anyone else. The Rangers, I like. I like you think the, the Blackhawks. You think the Blackhawks are ever going to cave and change that logo? No, they should. There's either. so much. No, I don't think they should either. But there's so much pressure from all these other teams changing their logos. That's to true. Cultural appropriate and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. But the I I know this this is old old news. You know but the the statement that they put out saying that it's honoring. I mean, it was a good statement. I really hope they don't change the. Logo. I say they'll change it, but I feel like the Cleveland Indians need to change their name first. Mm-hmm. If any, if anything. Well, yeah. Well, there's there's a whole bunch of teams that need to change there. I mean, yeah, a whole bunch. Isn't isn't Canuck derogatory? No. Is it not? No. I don't know. It's. <laughs> I know crazy? the one you're thinking of, but is it not Canuck? No. What is it? It's Canucklehead. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Well, so I mean, it is. No, I mean, <laughs> so Canuck is what it isn't, depending who you talk to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. By the way, I, I was going to say, their jersey's kind of boring. I'm Quebec, well, I'm French-Canadian, so I don't really have a dog in this fight. Yeah. I, 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 do, I will say, though, like, the really egregious one got changed, the Redskins. I'm glad that <laughs> got changed. It's like having a team called the Blackskins. Could you imagine? Like, crazy. But, um, uh, yeah. yeah, does anyone we, – we're, we're getting a little off the rails here, but great yeah, show so on my Netflix. Bad, my bad. No, no, great show on Netflix, uh, Master of None. If you haven't watched it, it's Aziz Ansari show. And he uh, – he goes into this agency that like works with PR and tries to basically cancel people that are being racist. It's a, a good thing, but he's a, he has a list of things he's trying to get done. And it's like all these political things. And the number one on the list is get the Redskins to change their name. And uh, it's funny. Cause Aziz Ansari's character goes, yeah, I can't believe that that's still a thing, huh? He's like, yeah, you would have thought it would have been one phone call. Like, Hey, this is racist. Change it. Okay. But no, people have a right to, and it's just like a really funny back and forth, but um yeah, I don't know who else has a good. Uh, the Capitals, I don't love. I like all their secondaries, but I don't love their jerseys. The uh, the Eagle logo, I quite yeah. like. Like I said, the I Winnipeg like their secondaries. Jets, 
secondary, I hate them. Yeah. The, the just gray jets? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the gray, the gray jets. No, no, not the gray, the that like baby the blue. Baby blue? Those oh, are baby so blue. sick. I, I like the baby blue. What are you talking about? I don't yeah. like them. I don't like <laughs> those them. are so awesome. The baby blue jerseys, like the, the Pittsburgh winter classic jersey that's baby blue, like yeah. they're so cool. No, the Pittsburgh ones are nice. The the, yeah. the the Winnipeg ones I don't like. Yeah. It's not great, but it's it wouldn't be on my list. We'll have to do we'll have to do we could do it during the offseason. We'll do a power yeah. ranking of jerseys. We'll invite you back. Okay. All right. That's how we can go. Yeah, no, um, but they're wrapping it all up tonight. Habs, I if it's Leonard who starts, I think Habs win. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> it, I, don't, I don't understand that decision. I really don't. Like, yeah, Fleury had a bad game, but eh, I he's done great every other game. I, I will say, as someone who's you know, DeBoer coached the Sharks when I worked when I worked in the building, he does this stuff. There were games when he'd be like, Oh, but Vander Kane not in the lineup and he's healthy scratched, and then he'd start him. So it yeah. could be a mind game too. That's what I think it, it is, really. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I also feel like the board just doesn't like Flurry for some reason. Yeah, because his owner called or his, his agent called him an idiot. Say. What do you mean for some reason? Well, that's like it's for a very clear reason. There's a reason for it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you know. yeah, his owner, you know. his owner posted a video of him putting a knife in his back. Of course he doesn't. His like owner. It. His owner. <laughs> His agent, can you imagine that? Like, as a coach, being like, "What the fuck did he put on Twitter? What is going on? <laughs> what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> Why am I trending on Twitter right now?" Yeah, that, that's oh. got to be a, such a scary thing. Like, as a celebrity, all of a sudden you see you're trending on. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, oh. what did I do? <laughs> yeah, but no, it's been a good episode. It's good to talk to you guys again. I haven't talked in a while. Wait, I think yeah, we're going fun. to just Sundays, right? Are we going to yeah. be just Sundays now? Yeah. yeah. Um, before we go, I have a question for Zach. Yeah, yeah it was good. Who's running D tonight, do you think, Montreal? Is it Berkey or is Bergevin coming downstairs? Oh, boy. No, I, uh, Berger, I hope I they don't. I think Shea Weber's retiring and he's going to run it. He's going to run it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I, didn't, Berge, I didn't. Sorry, you go, you go. I was going to say, Berkey used to be a coach. Like, he was a head coach in the HL for a while, and then he was assistant in Chicago when they won the cup as the D coach there, so. I want Bergevin to stay as far away from the bench as humanly possible. He's made one call in this playoffs, and that was the awful uh, challenge goal in the the Toronto series. Because uh, yes, I I wholeheartedly believe that that was his call for that. I don't think <laughs> I don't think Ducharme made that call. Yeah, so I, I, mean, I want I mean, him to sit up in the press. Box. I mean, they they show him in the press box before they hit the TV, so it's pretty yeah. obvious it was him. <laughs> yeah, look at the <laughs> yeah, but um. One last thing, of course, today. I don't know if it's a Canadian holiday, but it's Father's Day here in America. So either way, whenever you're listening to this, make sure. We have Father's in Canada too. No, I don't. I don't know if it's the same holiday though. I don't know yes, if it's it like is. Father's yes, Day is today. No, it, is yeah, it? it's, it's an international thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, good stuff. So <laughs> say 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 you love your dad, and if you're listening to this late and you forgot, you're probably fucked. But you could still say you love him. It's still a good thing to do. So say that. But yeah, yeah. That's I mean, all I really have. Mother's Day and Father's Day are those are international. Yes, yes I didn't man. know that. That 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 like, I'm, no offense, Chad, mm-hmm. but that was the most stereotypical American thing ever. Why? <laughs> you guys don't celebrate like ninety percent of our holidays. What are you talking about? Like all the holidays are different, except for the the like religious ones. Like you don't celebrate Thanksgiving. You don't celebrate Fourth of July. Like those are the biggest holidays. You don't celebrate our Thanksgiving. We, Isn't it a different yeah. day? Yeah, yeah, it's because Thanksgiving is to celebrate the the beginning, the end of harvest, and the yeah, reason for us is when we killed a whole bunch of Native Americans. No, <laughs> the, the the actual reason behind Thanksgiving is to celebrate the end of harvest. 
which is in the states your winter generally starts later than our winter because we're farther mm-hmm. north yeah. therefore our, our thanksgiving is a month early yeah. or two months earlier so when it, yours is october when is it yeah second week of october yeah ours is like the i think it's the third thursday of november or yeah something. that's why it's like that's what it is for thanksgiving but mm-hmm. it just because our winters generally start before your winters but we still celebrate thanksgiving yeah it's all right i'm I, I would rather have assumed that it wasn't than it was i feel like i would be a stupider american to be like well everyone celebrates our holidays of course we're <laughs> america so i'd rather i'd rather do it the other way and assume you didn't but um did you yeah. just assume my holiday yeah exactly did you just assume my holiday <laughs> Tell your dad you love him. Tell your mom you love him. Tell, tell someone you love him. Yeah. And, and uh, Cole Caulfield is a goat. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The goat of the last week of the playoffs, maybe. He is the goat. He's the goat of the rookies so far. Mm-hmm. You remember when they weren't going to play him? And... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. Oh, okay. So okay. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> oh, you before, opened up. Here we, we go. Another 20 minute no, rant. No, no, no. Before we kick off here or leave, mm-hmm. I just want to shout out to one TSN guy who has his own podcast. We made an absurd statement on the last episode. His name's Tony Romero. Or Tony Romero. I don't even want to say his last name. Do you know what I'm talking about, Zach? Yeah. The sick pod? Yeah. Anyway, Cole Caulfield is not going to score 50 goals next year. I am sorry, but he is not going to do that. Well, it, seems like, it seems like a classic Canadian thing. Where no, it's this, like, oh this my God, this guy had two good weeks. He's going to be the savior. And the next year he's going to be, like three years from now, he's going to be like on the Predators or something. Like it's not... It's not going to like, I mean. I Just mean, like really with think... the Oilers in the first overall pick. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, again, but... we, we've been we've been through this, Zach, and it's a whole thing, but, you know, players don't come to Canada very much. Players leave Canada a lot more. So, yeah. I but... mean, there's there's seven teams in Canada and 31 in this, or whatever 20, it is in this. 20, 20... Now there's going to be 25 because we have another team coming. Yeah, so the – that's it's only easy math as to why players leave Canada more. Also, often. shout out to the Oakland Athletics. Probably going to be in Vegas, but we'll we'll, we'll talk about that when it happens because the city of Oakland's week. ridiculous. Have That's a good right. week, everybody. And also, I'd like to remind everybody to please continue donating to Hall's Haven Border Collie Rescue, and you can donate to them by e-transferring or PayPaling admin at halshaven.org. Thanks, everybody. Have a good week.